All right. Shalom, everyone. Welcome to the Voice of the Bridegroom podcast, where we believe hearing and obeying the voice of the Bridegroom King leads to the most abundant and joy-filled life. It's Aaron Hood here. I'm uh, still in Israel, and um, I've got a special guest with us, uh, Mr. Dion, Dion Van Ballen. Uh, he's going to share with us a little bit uh, about uh, his uh What's impacted him about the love and purity, specifically the podcast? Um, I don't believe you've ever actually been to any of our events, right? Good day, yes. Good day, everybody. No, I've not been to any of your events, sadly, <laughs> but uh, I have listened to your podcast okay. over the number of years. Yeah. Oh, great, great. We're going to get into that a little bit. Uh, real quickly, before we dive into that, though, just wanted to uh, do a uh, let y'all know about the Hanukkah worship weekend we got coming up December 7th through the 10th. That'll be in uh, the Missouri, uh, our Patterson campus there. Uh, you can look that up on the uh, website, loveandpurity.com, and uh, register for that. That's going to be a great time. If you're 18 through 30, a uh, young man, woman, and you want to spend some time uh, investing in your relationship with the Lord and get your hands dirty, we're doing an um, internship program, and uh, you can uh, come out to us and... and that's Harpin Farm, and uh, that's a discipleship program that we're offering. And if that interests you, it'll be uh, uh, teaching uh, music and uh, doing some uh, beginner's lessons in music, guitar, piano mostly, and also getting people into uh, agriculture. Um, there's a video in, on the loveandpurity.com website there for that too, if that's something that you're interested in. So without further ado, we're going to go right into it. <laughs> Welcome, Mr. Dion. Thank you very and much. And as some of you can probably tell, um, I, I hopefully am not going to have to translate. I think, you know, <laughs> it's pretty uh, clear, Mr. Dion, originally from South, South Africa. Africa. Yes. So we're getting some uh, cultural and multinational uh, culture today. And uh, so, yeah, just give us a little bit of how you ended up. We're here at, in Hi with Haivel. Um, you've been here for... How long? Almost uh, 11, eight? Till 10 months now. I think. Okay, 10 I months know. now. Yeah. I think you had gotten here just when I was here yeah. last. Somewhere early in, in the January. End of, this yeah. Year. So um, you've been in charge of the, is it the husbandry? Is that the right word? <laughs> am I, am I, I'm, I'm throwing out <laughs> a... Not sure, not sure husbandry and trees <laughs> go together, but that sounds good. That sounds good. Oh, okay. No, I'm, it, currently I'm uh, the forester for Hayuville. So looking after the trees and the Greening Israel project um, in right. terms of um, planting trees and maintaining trees and keeping trees alive on the mountains once we plant them. So right. Awesome. You know, what I'm doing so the yeah, Hayuvel Greening Israel Project, you'll probably get to see a lot of what Mr. Dion's doing in that uh, documentary, great documentary. Um, and so he's um, been in charge. You have some history with that. And yes, I do. So I currently, as I say, I'm the forest of Hayuvel. It's been a journey to get here. Very blessed journey, but also a journey for of going up and up closer to, to the Lord, you know. Um, so, yes, currently that's what I'm doing here at Hayuville. Blessed okay. to be able to do it. The best job in the world, I think. Yeah. Living my passion to actually, for once in my life, doing what I'm actually passionate about in terms <laughs> of um, the daily work. So I really enjoy doing that. A great blessing to be doing that. But it's been a journey to get here. Yeah. Uh, like you said, I was born and raised in South Africa. I lived there until I had two children, then moved to Australia. Um, this week's Which is pretty common. There's quite a few yeah, South Africans. Yeah, most that, of the, yeah, a lot of South Africans with my accent are living abroad somewhere. Yeah. Not, not many made it to the States, though. Um, but yeah, moved to Australia um, and then had two more children there. And so I've got a beautiful family, a beautiful wife. A wife that, um, you know, her heart just overflows with, with purity and love for, for the Lord. So this week's... Torah portion, and if you, if you follow the Torah portions, or not this week, the, the recent Torah portion was Lech Lecha, uh -huh. where God said to Abraham, you know, leave, go, right. go to yourself. 
And for me, that's been a big part of my journey, has been able, has been leave, leave. You go somewhere very far away, usually 10,000 kilometers, or I don't know how many miles that is away. And I then had to another, go a long leave way, right? again, and then move again. So I've done that a number of times in my life, but that has brought me closer to, to God and, and has, has really built my, my trust and my faith in Him. Mm. Now, I really feel that trust and faith is not the same thing, and I'm learning that. Yeah. And that's what I was learning last year when mm-hmm. I was listening to your podcast, really. It okay. The, the, it's good to, to say you have faith in God, you believe in God, you believe mm-hmm. He exists, you believe He looks after you, but to actually trust Him mm. in your walk and trust Him to make different decisions or trust Him when He says go, and you don't really know where and what and how. Yeah. So that's what uh, I really had to go through last year, the end of last year, mm-hmm. um, after a very narrow period of being... In a very narrow in limbo, place, but right? We'll get into that in yeah, from, from what I understand, though, we were talking about it before, and I think um, from our conversations before, you were sharing about how you had been in Australia for a little while. You were connected with Highvel and the work that's going on over here, and had made a trip and came, and, and there was an opportunity for y'all to to volunteer or tear on a more permanent to come on staff. And you were pursuing that, raising funds, and then like, was it right before COVID? Like everything was so volatile, and you yes. were trying to, um, you had sold most everything in Australia, living. Well, it's interesting. Tell I don't us a little bit how that too, happened. Too, um, you know, too theoretically and too spiritual, but you know, your walk normally goes in spirals upwards, right? So yeah. if you take a staircase, you walk up a staircase in a big tower, you go higher and higher, um, with 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 every challenge and every opportunity that God gives to you. Yeah. But as you go higher, the steps seem to be narrower, you know, and they seem to be steeper. But every time you get to the platform of the next level, the view is much better. Amen. So it feels to me that uh, in 2016, I went through a very, very challenging time. Um, and through only God's provision, I was able to come for the pruning here at Hayevel. Uh-huh. And that changed my life to actually spend three weeks with guys that, are totally passionate for the Lord and are totally committed to live for the Lord. Something mm. I haven't really had in my walk. I grew up in a in a Christian house, in a Christian church. I've been in church my entire life. Mm. But to see young guys and men that were fully committed to give everything for the Lord changed right. my life in 2016. Yeah. Before that, again, my wife is always, you know, 20 steps ahead of me. <laughs> She's been following um, the work of Ayurveda and, and had a heart for Israel specifically for a long time, her entire life. In 2018, where we were able to come here as a family, again, through just through, through the grace of God. I right. don't speak of miracles easily, but it was a, literally a miracle for us to be here in 2018. <laughs> right. And then we were going to do that again later in, the, in, in 2020, but then COVID came. Mm. And there was an opportunity for some of the family to come. I couldn't make it. But I think the, the, the long and st- short of the story is that every time that we had to do something really big, we could not do it out of, out of our own, but mm. God provided. And mm. that changed significantly changed our walk with him right and and shifted us to a place that is closer to him yeah so um that is that's been my story in the last 15 20 years so. yeah and so the time when you were listening to the the podcast and it was really ministering to you was the time where you were in that that stage of yes. um you know the when we're when god moves us he says go to your you know lech lecha, you know lecha. go to yourself essentially mm-hmm. is what that means is is we're it's introspective you know and we're yes. like one but sometimes we have to go to a, a actually different location mm-hmm. to really yes. to remove those things of our normalcy or mm-hmm. our habitual things that we we have every yes. day to really find out what's inside of us i had somebody tell us 
uh, they had moved to Argentina from the United States. Mm. And they said, if you really want to find out about yourself, just strip away all of those comforts. I can testify to that. <laughs> strip away all those comforts that we have in the United States. Um, you know, hot water and, you know, coffee on, you know, on tap, you know, and all of these uh, nice uh, air conditioning, you know, and they went down there, they had nothing. And he said, you know, it was like taking the pass away, fire away from a big baby. And he said, and then you have two babies because, you know, he, he called him and his wife. <laughs> he said, <laughs> you have two big babies and you take away both pacifiers and then you put them in one building together. He said the Lord really did a work in them. And, and, <laughs> from what I understand, um, you were going through the, that same kind of, because like we build our castles, no matter where we're at, we're building our castles, you know, and it's always, and it's, and it's crucial, right? We have to, to feed ourselves and we were designed. God gave us this um, desire to, to build mm. and he tries to channel it to where we're building his kingdom. And uh, that's the struggle. That's the struggle to be about building his kingdom and not our own. And so when he moves us and he says, you're going to go out from this place, we can't bring it with us. Yes. And so you were Definitely. in that place yeah. of leaving your kingdom things that you had worked yeah, for and built. Definitely. And you were coming over here and the podcast that was coming out. What was that? How did that speak directly to your heart? Well, I'll go back to first to um, when we moved from South Africa to Australia. Mm -hmm. That is when I left my kingdom. You know, yeah. that's when I left the people that I... I'm family, used right? To, family, Generations. Everybody just move a very, very far distance away. But I think what changed is I moved to a much more secular society than I was expecting. Mm -hmm, right. So then suddenly you realize that your faith isn't necessarily in an institution or <laughs> you, you realize, um, and I don't want to be self-sacrificial self here, but you realize how lukewarm you can actually be in the world. Yes. Right? And then in my, my, my time in Australia has been, it's been such a blessing, but it's also been a narrow path in many ways. Yeah. So it's been the most blessed time in my life, but also the time that I had to grow most, mostly spiritually because you find yourself um, in a very secular environment that is continuing to get, become secular More by secular, the day. Yeah. I have great friends, the best friends in the world. They're beautiful Christians. They would give the shirt off the back to anybody, including me. <laughs> um, so I'm not talking about my, my close friends, mm -hmm. but the society and the workplace is so absolutely secular. And mm -hmm. the, the, the pressure to not acknowledge God in a way is, is tangible. Yes. I, I've actually seen that. Mm -hmm. And in Australia, I don't want to knock Australia. It's a beautiful place. But in the place I worked and in the, in, in the, in the state I was yeah. during COVID, things got really, really, really interesting. Yeah. And there was no more, black, there was no more gray. Mm -hmm. It's either black or white. Yeah. Either you believe in God, you believe in his promises, um, and you believe that you have to trust him, yeah. or you believe in the system. It, it, it was very clear. Mm -hmm. It was very hard, but it was very clear. And I think I had, again, my, my faith and my trust had to grow. Yeah. But I, at some stage, I was in a place that there was literally nowhere to go for me to right. provide. You know, God did provide for us. He actually did, obviously, yeah. care for us. But it was in a place that I could only trust him and no one else. Right. And that really built my faith. But during that time, That's... I don't want to go into that too much <laughs> because it's, it's been very interesting. But during that time, I would be driving somewhere, mm. um, having to make really big decisions, whether we're going to, again, lech lecha and go somewhere and give up what we have. Not, not that we had much. It's not that you want to hold on to physical things, but right. go into the unknown because you know God is saying there's something more, there's yeah. something better for you to go to. Right. And there's some really big decisions because you can imagine just from a from a worldly viewpoint, letting go of security and oh. career and everything that you've built, family, friends, everything you've built, yeah, um, 
to everybody else seems totally illogic. It seems totally irresponsible. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's exactly where God wants me. And, and I've learned the hard way um, that that's how he works with me. Yeah. You know? But it's been, for me, I, I like to try and hold on as much as I can. Yes. Which I realize that's where the trust bit came in <laughs> that I spoke about earlier. But what I wanted to say during that period, I would be driving somewhere and I didn't have much time for, for listening to podcasts, but I would listen to your podcast every now and again. And I would be so inspired by the, the wisdom and the, you know, the instruction, the admonition, the, everything that comes, the teaching that came from the podcast mm. for a person of every age, you know, whether you're 15 or 55, I'm somewhere in between. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Closer to the 50 than the 20. <laughs> but um, it's the, the, you know, the, the comfort that came from you guys just really giving your everything to the Lord mm. and trying to support and admonish other people to do the same. Yeah. And just, you know, the absolute speaking from your heart, speaking from what you are experiencing, speaking what you feel mm -hmm. um, and how you're going through your, your challenges really, really inspired me. Yes. You spoke to me during that time. I was just hearing you talk about, and you know, for us in the States, it's the equivalent of, you know, the, um, some, stereotypical Baptists, you know, people yeah. that are, um, the culture in the South, you know, where I grew up was everyone was a Christian, you know, there wasn't yeah. a, you know, and you go to the funeral and every single person, you know, that ever dies in the South is going to heaven, you know, <laughs> it seems like, and, um, that can, that you grow up in that and, and you can kind of have culture that is built around that. And what you're saying is that was South Africa for you. And when you yes. moved to Australia, there yes. were people that were openly contrary, you know, defying of God. And um, that that made the avenue or that made the those that walked in faith or had a, you had to really own it. You had to be like, yeah. this is my faith. And yes. I think that that's super important for us. And especially in the messianic movement, we have a lot of young teenagers and young people that are, are being taught the right ways, but they haven't owned it. They haven't said, this is, this is my faith. Um, and Abraham coming to, and I'm kind of quickly kind of going back to Abraham because Abraham had to own it. You know, his, his father didn't bring him all the way, you know, and he said, this is, this is my faith. And this is the way that I'm going to go. And our, you know, the, our, the voice of the bridegroom podcast is always the goal has been an encouragement, an avenue of encouragement to hold fast because we want to be those people where our faith mm -hmm. is all consuming. It's, it's everything. It's, it's everything that we operate in, our thoughts, our words, our interactions, business interactions, and all of that is influenced through this prism of salvation through Christ. It needs to be an all consuming thing. And Abraham, when he came to the land, you know, we're talking about going, when he came to the land, there was a famine. Yep. I mean, God told <laughs> him to come sense. to a land where there was a famine, you know, and, and we can't, uh, my, um, what I'm learning through this, this season personally, and I think Mr. Dion is with me in this, in that as the seasons, um, grow more intense here in Israel, it's definitely that way. There's, mm -hmm. there is some aspects of a cultural holiness and religion, but there is also very mm -hmm. opposite, um, depending on where you are in this country, very diametrically opposed, um, world points, viewpoints, and uh, you have to really own it. You have to kind of uh, let God um, speak to your heart and and stand, and you have to stand somewhere. And, and so yes. where are you gonna stand? You know, make that conscious effort to get in the scripture. Uh, don't pawn it off as a, I'm not an educated person or I'm not a, I don't have a, 
you know, an education in theology. You have to, God is requiring each of us to, to stand at some level. And so our encouragement is to stand in that and do not feel like your decisions, the, the goodness or the, I'm trying to think of the correct way, like the effectiveness or if it was a good decision, don't base that upon how well things are going for you. <laughs> don't base don't. it. Don't base it upon your bank account. Don't base it upon um, you know how many likes you get on Facebook. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. Um, that smash that like button, by the way. You know, <laughs> you know. Just a little shout out for the Israel guys. They're working hard. That great source. Little side thing here. Israel guys, give them a thumbs up. They're working hard. Um, but you know, that's not what we're looking for. That's not what they're operating for. That's not what we operate for. It shouldn't be at any level. It's we are should be each fully convinced in our own mind um, that the Lord has brought us to that place so that we can stand in that. We will not be able to stand in a place where we aren't fully convinced that God has brought us to that place. No, and I can see that in the world and in my friends and people, you know, Christians, that there is there is really a stronger push to really um, be either hot or cold, mm. or, you know, black or white, but this not to be lukewarm. And I think that is a, that is God's grace, you know, in our time. And right. we see it. What I... After maybe I can share this because I'm so in such a positive place, and, and this week the Lord has again showed me, you know, through uh, Jesus, through Yeshua's blood, that how He He frees us from condemnation, right? Yeah. Even self condemnation, which is my Achilles heel, has always been self condemnation. <laughs> so we're living in a time where His grace is abounding. Amen. But it doesn't mean that that comes with great blessing necessarily in a material sense yeah, that's right so my journey and it's not again I'm, I'm not feeling sad you know sorry for myself but i have to I have to ex express this as my journey has been a journey from having to step away from everything that is logical to, to everybody else mm -hmm. and experiencing that process where god is actually releasing me from it which wasn't easy because your mind and your background your training your career everything tells you that you should be doing this mm. and you're doing the exact opposite in terms yeah. of what everybody else around you is telling you to do which is logical to them and right. to be fair you know it's not logical <laughs> a lot of things i'm doing is not necessarily logical but what i've seen though is i've experienced that loss as something that i have done wrong right well, i'm not good enough or i'm doing something different yeah and i would encourage everybody to to re understand that god is working through you absolutely in a very unique way yes so if you are not successful in something or you are having to walk away from things that other people are desiring and thinking well, you're crazy because you have this you know what's wrong with you yeah um then just w trust and walk trust you know trust god actually walk. has something for you you know it does it, it and it's and i don't know if i'm explaining that well enough but the the bottom line is let go if you have to let go yeah um, i've learned that i try to hold on to things that i should let go and that's again your podcast have helped me at a time where I really need to let go, but it was big decisions. Mm. Just listening to you guys and just just, just the, the discussions you had, the insights you yes. had, the wisdom you have, you know. <laughs> that was definitely oh, Braden. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> but the, you know, the, the, just, just being able to be with you wherever you were in the world mm. helped me to step out of my environment and think bigger and see yes. the big picture. That is so important. Yeah, yeah, you're bringing that out, that point, you know, is, is looking to see what God is doing in other places in the world. Yes takes the sights off of us, our own little world, and, and it broadens our perspective on the global thing that God is doing in the world. I think yes. that's why um, doing a podcast here from the land of Israel back to Patterson, Missouri, or to wherever you may be, whatever you're doing there, yes, God has you there for a purpose. Um, it could be that he's asking
asking you to move on, but he has you. He needs people all over the world. He's just asking us not to get consumed in that in that one thing that he's asking us to do because he's doing mighty things all over the earth. And that should encourage us and not cause us to feel envy for the calling that God has placed on someone else's life or for our own seemingly ineffectiveness, as you were talking about, um, that it, it occurred to me that Yeshua started his ministry by 40 days in the desert. Yes. He, he was not speaking to anyone. His limited time, you know, we know that his ministry was three and a half years, 40 days of that was in the wilderness preparing his heart. Well, he could have started that before. You know, like why was it necessary for him to spend that time alone? And as Britt Brit was pointing out last time, I think that's such a word for our time. Let's step back and then step in. Let us, the love and purity, the purity of heart, the pure in heart shall see God. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if there's something burning in your heart and you wanna be used for God, you've got a clean house. You've got to rinse out, you know, clean out. Let the fire of God even purge out. And that was really powerful what you said, that it's actually the grace of God that keeps us from being lukewarm. It's yes. it's not his judgment. It's no. his grace because it's we cannot grace. flourish in that place of lukewarm standing with with so much going on in the world, it's his grace that he doesn't allow us to stay there. And sometimes you feel lukewarm, but you're not. So yeah. I encourage you that if you, at least in that place where God is working with you, you know, take it, embrace mm. it with everything you have, because what you feel can be very deceiving, you know. God, yes. God says that. But I think also I have to say that sometimes God pushes us and sometimes he pulls us. You know, some of us, um, like me, has to push and pull at the same time sometimes <laughs> to do things. But, um, the people in your life that are actually helping you to step up or helping you to, to bring you closer or have vision, you know, and, and that tries to, that, that is forcing you to make some difficult decisions in some way. Mm-hmm. Embrace that and work with them. Yes. And I would encourage you, do not be, you know, be humble, be able to be, to be, um, be taught, but also be able to, to see the bigger picture of what God has for you. Yeah, absolutely. Don't yeah. Um, don't be a lone ranger. You know, <laughs> get yourself surrounded by people yeah. that are not like mm-hmm. you, and be encouraged by that because yes. that's going to help you grow in the long and term. That's what your podcast is to me because um, I have been very isolated where we were. Yeah. You know, and it, it's it's very isolated in terms of the physical location, but also mm-hmm. just people that are really, really like my friends and you know my, my, my close friends excluded. I don't want to be offending any of them and right, yeah. my family, but. Um, no, there's not really many people that is really supporting you. You really do feel like you're on your own. Mm. You're isolated. And just being able, what your podcast does is it reaches out to people everywhere they are in the, in the middle of nowhere in Victoria, Australia, um, to be able to feel that. But I think the, the big thing is, though, to, you know, what, what as Micah says, you should, we should, um, you know, seek justice. justice do justly, love, love mercy. mercy. You know, walk and walk humbly with, with you. God. You can't have either of those with the other, without the other, you know. Right. And I think that's something that, the walk humbly with your God really means that, you know, you have to pick up your cross and walk. Yeah. And that is, he is always with us mm. and he will bless us. It doesn't always feel like that, but yes. he is always with us. And then when, like I said, when you come up the stairs to the next platform, the viewing platform on this beautiful tower that we, that we call life, um, the, the, the view is astounding. You cannot, you cannot fathom what you actually are experiencing there. Yeah. But to get there, you couldn't imagine that you're going the wrong way. And I just want to encourage everybody again that you just just keep on walking. Amen. Yeah. I mean, just thinking about that, we if we knew what it would take to get us to the, that next platform, we would never take the first step. And so in, in essence, it really is another aspect of God's grace yes. and that he says, day by day. I'll give you what you need for the day. And then we got to take that step. And when we move that step further forward, that light shines the next step 
and yes. he, daily our bread, right? That's that um, analogy of being in the, in the wilderness. Mm. He gives us our bread day by day. Yep. He sustains us. He says, we're not supposed to worry. He feeds the sparrow. He clothes the lily. And may he bless us with that. And may all of you be blessed by this encouragement that he cares for you and that there is now therefore no condemnation in them that are in Christ Jesus. May you be set free. We gotta be set free from the condemnation of iniquity or maybe a hidden sin in us. Mm. We have to humble ourselves, be set free, make that known, bring it to the light that we can be set free to operate and to be the hands and feet of Christ mm. in the world that we live in, wherever you are. Be encouraged today. We ask that uh, you um, do connect, connect with other folks. It's it's becoming more increasingly popular or uh, a thing for people to be isolated um, as people are falling to the wayside. You know, the briars are, are choking the seed uh, that's going out. And um, so reach out and um, pull forth from the strength because God designed it to be such that we need one another. And so thank you, Mr. Dion, Dion Van Balen from South uh, Africa, Australia, all the way to here to Israel. Um, and may you be blessed all out there to, uh, to hear the voice of the bridegroom king. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you again, Mr. Dion. And uh, this is the voice of the bridegroom podcast where we believe that hearing and obeying the voice of the bridegroom king leads to the most abundant and joy-filled life. Ready to be revealed